Young people of God, are you listening? Disciples don't go with the flow. We're in the world, but we're not of it. We don't leave this place the way we found it. Through Christ, we turn the world upside down. It's The Uproar, coming July 26th through the 28th to First Arena in Elmira, New York. The Uproar. This conference exists to ignite your passion, define your calling, and launch you to action for the kingdom. Experience incredible worship, breakout sessions, and messages. He wants those people saved just like you want them saved. We need to return to this heart of, even though I can't see how my school is going to be changed. At your word, I'm going to preach. At your word, I'm going to do what you've asked me to do. God, at your word, I will. Plus concerts with artists Cannon and Gavi. This event is absolutely free. For more information, go to theuproar.org. Be the generation to change the world. Be His Uproar. Thank you so much for listening to the Upper Podcast. My name is Cody, and Zach is joining us again today. We want to talk to you about purpose and passion. I know last week we talked about urgency, but we really believe that urgency needs something to back it or it can grow dim, and that what it what it needs is purpose and passion. See, purpose will always give way to passion, and passion gives way to urgency. I've learned this about about passion, and that's passion without purpose is like a fire without wood. When I was younger, I used to go camping, and we'd start a fire with what was called kindling wood, which was just smaller pieces of wood that would catch fire easier, but we wouldn't just start it with kindling wood. We would have to then add extra wood on top of it to keep it going. And unfortunately, a lot of people, they're passionate about things, but they have no real purpose behind it. And that passion goes away and dwindles quickly. We've seen it at conference. We've seen it at great services. We've seen it a lot. And we want to make sure that people have real purpose. That way, their passion does not dwindle, but they can keep doing what God called them to do and be who God called them to be. Also, on the flip side, purpose without passion is like a fire without wind. We know that a fire that does not have air will go out. And unfortunately, we've seen a lot of people lose focus on their purpose. And they don't actually complete what God had called them to do because they lost the passion for what God originally instilled in their heart. And we know that every single person that is alive, if you have breath, you have life. If you have life, you have purpose. And if you have purpose, you have access to power. But we know that you have breath and that's how you're listening to this very podcast right now. And we want to encourage you that God has a mighty purpose for you. We're going to talk about that a little bit more in depth for the rest of the podcast. One thing we see in this generation is that we have an entire group of people walking around thinking they have no purpose. We have an entire age of people that believe that they're here simply just to exist, that they can't make any impact around them, they don't have any say in major decisions that are made, they have no pull in their local community. But what we're trying to do is instill a sense of purpose into this next generation, to let them know that the major decisions haven't been made by the people above them, that the level of impact didn't stop when they were born, but that these truly can be the ones who have turned the world upside down. And you see, the thing that's so concerning about not having any purpose is that if you walk around your entire life without thinking that you have a purpose, you can simply exist, make no difference, and let an entire generation go by the wayside. But it, see, it doesn't just stop with identifying your purpose. The next step in that is really walking out that purpose, 
to bridge the gap between learning your purpose and seeing the final scene come to pass. And we really see a great example of that when Joshua was leading the Israelites around the wall of Jericho. You know, how many times would we have to circle around the wall before we thought, this is mundane, this is meaningless, and it has no power or effect for the goal that we're looking to accomplish. But, you know, it had nothing to do with walking around the wall. It simply had to do with obeying what it was that they were called to do in that season. And you see a lot of people, that's where they end up. They circle the wall two and three and four times. And before they finish what they're called to do, they give up. They don't finish. They back down. And they leave an entire group of people by the wayside from it. And, you know, Cody, I know you see this a lot working with the students and and just seeing people who have no hope. They have no real vision of the future. And you see, that's one thing that we want to cover today is that vision is what sustains. Vision is what lasts. See, dreams are man-made. Dreams begin and dreams end, but vision never stops. Vision cannot die. Vision cannot be left behind because when true vision is birthed into your heart, it's not something that can just be convinced away. That's good. That's good. And honestly, it's got to be created in prayer. I see a lot of people where they they see something cool on Instagram or they see they go to a conference and they they hear a really good message and now they're excited about a certain topic. But it really has to come from the Lord. The Lord really has to speak to you. And that's why youth pastors and your your senior pastor and everybody else really preaches hard to you that you need to spend time with Jesus. And we believe it because when you can hear from the Lord yourself, he'll say some crazy things that will absolutely change your life and give you real purpose. We find this in Judges chapter 6 with a man named Gideon. And we know that in Judges chapter 6, it it was wild time where the Israelites were being robbed and their harvest was being stolen. We find a man named Gideon in a wine press crushing up wheat so he could make bread and, and eat and live. And it's wild because he was hiding. He was in a fearful state. And the Lord spoke to him and he said, Mighty hero, the Lord is with you. I don't know many mighty heroes that were hiding from the enemy making bread, but the Lord spoke something to him that was different than where he currently was. And the Lord started to speak purpose to him and what to do. And it's crazy because we like to pick on Bible characters for their mistakes, mistakes, but oftentimes we have the same kind of things. Because he said, the Lord is with you. And he answered, said, if the Lord is with us, see, he's not always talking about us. Sometimes we got to step up and take responsibility for what the Lord has said individually to me. We're going to stop looking at the wholeness saying, well, my church should have done this and my youth group should have done this. No, the Lord is talking to you and what you need to do. But he, he said a great question and statement. He said, if the Lord is with us, where are the miracles the past generation spoke of? And we know that when you're really living in purpose and God is moving in your life, that you'll see the, the hand of God. We know this generation is seeking for the hand of God and they want to see God move. And they, 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 want, they know God's alive, but they want to see him move in a mighty way like they've seen in the Bible. And we know that the proof of God is is his mighty hand and we believe that in when you're in purpose you can see the mighty hand of God and it's cool because God kept talking to him he said go with the strength you have I am sending you see 
It's about you. And what you need is already on the inside. You say, well, I couldn't do that. I'm fearful. I couldn't do that. I'm not, um, an, an, I'm an introvert, not an extrovert. Yeah. Well, I, I just could never do it. I don't know enough. No, what you have is already enough. And what you have is already inside of you. Your job is to dig it up and to discover it. And it's crazy because Gideon's excuse, after the Lord told him twice an individual thing, he said, well, my tribe is the weakest. He went back to a, a big picture when God was talking individually. Yeah, my tribe is the weakest, and I'm the weakest among the tribe. See, Gideon was still looking at us, but God was making it personal. See, God has said in the New Testament that you're more than a conqueror. He said that all authority has been given to you. He said that you overcome by faith. We know that God has placed mighty things inside of you. And we got to stop proclaiming oh, what, what our family tree might, might have been. Because I've heard people say it like this. They said, when you come to Christ, you leave your family tree and you join a new family tree. And maybe your family was alcoholics. Maybe your family didn't go for purpose. And maybe your family hasn't served the Lord. And maybe your students are in a bad place. And maybe you're serving a place that doesn't have a lot of resources. But I want to guarantee you, because what the Bible says... It is completely opposite of where you are. The truth is, where God has called you to be is who you really are. And we're excited about that. And when you come to Christ, you're a part of a different family tree. Stop blaming other people. Stop blaming past circumstances. And realize that if you will start to believe what God has said and start to live purpose, He will use you in a mighty way. I found this. God uses ordinary people to do extraordinary things. I really like that thought about God is speaking to you. It really brings me back to when you read about Samuel saying, Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. But I think we drop the ball there. We all say, God, I'm listening. Tell me something. Speak to me, Lord. Show me the way. Lord, give me a purpose. I'm listening. But what is it that we're going to do when we hear what it is he says? Yeah. You know, Because if you really expand on that text there, what he's actually saying is, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening and ready to obey. But a lot of us stop at just listening. But you know, no difference has ever been made by someone receiving a bunch of information and never letting it back out. You see, no great revivals have ever started because someone had an idea that they kept to themselves. No great revival, no great change in history has ever been started because someone got a revelation of something and refused to share it with other people. It all stems back to where we ended last week. When you have an urgency for what it is you know you're called to do, it will captivate your thoughts. It'll consume your life. People who are most effective with their call become obsessed with their call. Yeah, when you're obsessed good. with something, you can't put it down. You can't think about something else. Your focus isn't divided, but you become completely consumed with what it is you're called to do. And honestly, we we believe this message. That's why we're sharing it. We this is why we hold conference. This is why we're in schools because people need purpose. Purpose gives way to passion. Passion gives way to urgency. And we need to change this world. It's in an awful place. And the Lord desires for it to be changed more than we desire for it to be changed. He wants your family saved more than you do. He wants your school saved more than you do. He wants your friends saved more than you do. And we need to become passionate and urgent because we have a purpose from heaven that we found from God. Not from man, but we found from God. And there's a really easy litmus test that I'll leave you with. Here's the difference between from man or from God. If it's from God, it will be pleasing to him. 
If it's from God, it will advance his kingdom. If it's from God, it will be beyond what we can do on our own. And if it's from God, it will be encompassed by godly priorities. But if it's a man idea, if it's an idea we've dreamt up, it will be to impress man. It will be for personal advancement. It will be something we can do through our own hands. And it will be about personal priorities. See, I want to encourage you, spend time in prayer today and find what God has for you to do. Find that purpose, wrap it up in passion, and allow urgency to drive it every day of your life. Thank you so much for listening. The best thing you could do for us is to share this with a friend, share it with a youth pastor, share it with somebody who needs to hear about purpose. If you want more information about the Uproar Conference, you can go to theuproar.org and register for conference coming up July 26th through the 28th. Thank you so much and have a phenomenal day.